This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. We're almost there. We have almost done it. A very happy Thursday to all of you. We are one step closer to Nebraska facing off against the Golden Gophers here at home in the great beautiful city of Lincoln, Nebraska. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland. You're listening on the block, 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685. Starter name and text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. You can also check us out on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Twitter. Head over to those platforms, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a like, uh, follow, uh, I don't even know, what is it on Twitch? I don't know, if you're on Twitch, do whatever you have to do in order to support us here at The Ticket. We truthfully, genuinely appreciate you. Strick, Mary Ellen's now open again today, so head over to Mary Ellen's, 27th and Pine Lake, you know. Food for the soul. Trying to get some uh, late lunch, early dinner, maybe you've you've had enough with your Thursday, you just feel like going home and eating some uh, eating some chicken, eating some ribs. I don't blame you. I kind of feel like doing the same, but you know what? We have to do a radio show, so uh, live out what I'm trying to do, what I wish I could do right now. Head over to Mary Ellen's, Food for the Soul. Strick, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I just want to know what are you going to do Saturday because there is – I don't think any way that I'm not going to be in front of the TV watching this Georgia-Tennessee game. I don't care what's going on I, tomorrow. I will say – I've got to watch it. And I, I, Nebraska will always take first priority. I will say that. That's early. Good thing it's thank, early. I like it. I was it. just it's about early. to say, like, I am very thankful that it is not the same time as Tennessee-Georgia. Because that game, because we, we keep talking about this, and we can hit on this a little bit, too, before we get into some Nebraska football talk. Uh, Mark Whipple now saying that it looks like if, if Casey can't go, it'll be Chubba. So we, we can dive all into that. Uh, when it comes to the SEC in Georgia and Tennessee, our doomsday scenario where Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee all have one loss, it it starts with this game this weekend. Yeah. So yeah. the doomsday scenario could happen, and, and it'll be really interesting to see. And I feel like if that's what happens, it'll be the first time that the playoff committee has really pinned in a quarter. <clears throat> because for the most part... They're going to have their backs to the wall It's on that one. always played out right the yeah, right yeah, way. Yeah. Like, maybe there was one team that didn't get in. There's a little bit of discrepancy. But for the most part, I think it's always played out how it should. You always had to ask that question, Nate, that whether or not uh, an SEC team... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> an Ooh, SEC Mike. team that emerges. Whoever that might have been. I mean, for so long now, for the last maybe five to seven years, it has consistently been Alabama, Georgia, definitely right. over the last five. LSU, that LSU had popped yeah. in. But... But then, but the thing about LSU, when LSU was um, was high and, and tight, Georgia wasn't Georgia had the same. Year, right? So it just seemed like it was always that one, just one team was always vying for it. But when you have multiple teams that 
kind of you you had to ask that question when is it going to happen and when it does what is it going to look like and what's going what are, what's the committee going to do yeah because that that's the craziest well, part and again I, I i do think it will work out the way that it's supposed to cuz as these things always do but the doomsday scenario is right in front of us and it could happen this weekend and I, I still come back to this, and we can touch on this a little bit too before we dive into this Nebraska stuff. I still think if TCU goes undefeated, they're in. Yeah. I, I truthfully think – Over Clemson. I, I think – no, I think Clemson gets in too. I think what's going to happen, if Ohio State, TCU, and Clemson all go undefeated, you'll have one SEC team. I just, really? I, I don't see any scenario you leave out an undefeated Power Five. And that's a group where, of five for sure. Absolutely. That's, that's where I, I would beg to differ. I would come in and say, listen, I think I think there's going to be controversy. And I think that's where it's going gonna, it's gonna to come in, in the form of – uh, two SEC teams again, and then people and leave out an undefeated at, team. I, I got a feeling, I man. Don't I don't know. know. Do I, I don't think you can. You I don't think you should. But I think that there's going to be some controversy. You remember back in the, you remember the time how all the BS, the BCS stuff started was when Michigan and Nebraska yes. ended up like, let's go. We want to we want to play each other, and. There was really and no pathway Michi- for Michigan that to happen. Michigan got scared, basically, is what happened, I think. So it didn't happen. Exactly. And Which so is there's garbage. where things started to escalate as right. far as pushing for another platform in order to to be able to try to make it right. Then you so you get the BCS system, and then you all of a sudden BCS people started getting frustrated because they felt that the numbers were telling you and they were just kind of throwing it based on all these other things and algorithms and right. metrics. And then all of a sudden there was frustration out of that because then other teams were feeling like, you know what? We should have been or we should have had. Why not us? And then so they come with the eye test, right. the playoff a system, more a little bit more subjective yeah. with the numbers. And it's going to progressively continue. I, 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 that's why I think this is, if it's going to happen, controversies is going to happen this year before they fully implement. And they're going to be able to describe why they're implementing the, the, the expanded playoff system. And I think that's going to excite people around it even more. And I think that's what you're going to have. I think there's going to be some controversy. This is my. That's just my opinion. I think there might I could be, be controversy. Wrong. I just. I don't see any scenario because then at that point, I, I understand. There's no the controversy if, if the way it happens for right. you. That's the, no controversy. The SEC is always going to have the upper hand. The Big Ten always going to have the upper hand. I'm on the same page there. They can get two teams if there's other one loss teams. So say everyone has one loss. Okay, you throw in two SEC teams. Say a couple SEC teams have two losses. Okay, you throw in two Big Ten teams. I'm on the same page. I think that there should be a tier system like that. But if you're going to leave out an undefeated Power Five, what's the point? Like, just call it what it is. This is SEC versus Big Ten now. That's what I'm just, saying. Just, but that's the thing. If, if that's because what's it's going a push to happen, for that. If that's what's going to happen, for just say it. Uh, the, playoff com- the playoff committee needs to come out and say, you know they're what? Not this is that. what it is. That, you know they're not going to say that. They yes. should. It, they're going to imply it. It's going to be an inference for that. But they're not going to come out and tell you that. They're going to basically let you argue and the pundits talk and and all kinds of crazy stuff going on the on the airwaves. They're gonna, not going to not going to come out and say that because it'll put them right in the in in the crosshairs. But that's what it would be. That, of course, it because that's, <laughs> that's, that's what everything is. What really, be. let's be honest. That's really what they want. I think that's what they want. We I talked agree. about that not too long ago. They want yeah, that's the, what the money they is. want mini NFL. Yeah, 
Which I think is probably what's going to inevitably happen. I mean, they're already switching that way, getting rid of divisions. It's too uh, much money. NCA pod system. Yeah, yeah the NCA yeah, has no bark. No. But we're going to talk about that, too, in basketball. And that, We will talk about that. <laughs> we're going to get into that one. Uh, uh, Jeff says on Facebook, Alabama will win the SEC championship. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, but if that's what happens, they get in. They're the one school. Because, one, it's Alabama, and that's what the NCAA wants. And, two, say all those other schools are undefeated. Okay, so Tennessee So then who Georgia. gets left out? Georgia gets left Georgia out. If Georgia beats, out, Tennessee. If Tennessee beats Georgia. If Tennessee beats Georgia, that SEC title game, unfortunately, would decide who goes. Who? What if it's a close game? I still think you that's see what I'm saying. What if it's an overtime game and Tennessee ends up getting left out, even though they're the best team right now in football? I think that's just that's I don't the reality think of the situation. I, I think you know it's controversy. Why? You know why I think it would be Alabama that would get in is because Tennessee had the advantage in the first game because it was at home, and we saw what that fan base was like. I mean, those people are it's absolutely raucous. crazy. Yeah. You're at a neutral site. It's a championship game. So I'm not agreeing with it. I think that Tennessee would deserve to get in. But if you have three undefeated teams in the Big 12, the ACC, and the Big 10, it'd be just Alabama. And it would stink because I think Georgia and Tennessee are probably better teams than TCU, uh, than Clemson. But, but that's but they're undefeated. But, Nate, uh, you're lost. right. You're right. And, and here's the thing for me, right? I think that would still create controversy. Really? I think so. Because, because there's going to be a play at the fact that these SEC teams are well-deserving their power rankings. You're going to be able to look at their numbers. And all the things that you say is the reason why a team should be there, that's what's going to be the controversy. If that's the case. If right. that, if it works out, either way, it's still going to create controversy to me. Right? Whether three get in or two get in and somebody gets left out or a, a, at least two SEC teams don't get in. Right. And then they're going to say, well, dang, we just beat each other up. Well, then, well, let's just go beat you up. Let's just go beat you up every year. And then, you know, <laughs> I mean, they're going to figure out a way to make it an SEC against the world. Right. And that's a controversy thing. They're going to say, well, we're just going to we're just going to super conference you and beat you up and then Which take is, all the money. Like I said, inevitably, I think that's what's going to happen. But. I don't think we've reached that stage in college football yet, which is why I think they put the undefeated teams. I, I just I can't imagine a world where a power five school runs the like legitimately runs the table, doesn't because that's the thing is if you're a TCU, if you're a Clemson, you have no room for error. Right. Because I agree, you'll put in three SEC schools. You'd put in a two loss Alabama, probably before you'd put in a one loss Clemson, a one loss TCU. I'm on the same page there. If you have no repair, but if you go undefeated, I mean, you undefeated. Well, let's talk about the controversy that's going on right now in the, the locker room. We still don't know what's going on with Casey Thompson. We don't have an idea yet. Friday, it's kind of a we'll, game we'll time find decision. Out tomorrow, tomorrow. So, so supposedly tomorrow night we'll find out is what makes yeah. sense. So as of right now, it it seems like it, you know Whipple is basically saying is it a good chance that both Chuba and Logan, Logan Smothers uh, will play on Saturday. Uh, if Casey Thompson cannot go, I, I I don't think that's a controversial thing. I think that's something that they have to try to implement. I think Chuba is a capable running because he he seems to be skilled there. He doesn't. He's not on the level level as Smothers. No. But I also think that in this game, I think Smothers could throw a wrench in the whole program as far as what Minnesota wants to do. Personally. I would look more to Smothers 
call me call me crazy if I'm wrong. I would look more to him and in this specific situation because he's going to create pressure on your defensive assignments. I'll tell you what, Strick. I- I'm not a fan of handouts, and I'm not going to try and spin this like it's a handout. But if I'm Logan Smothers, I I am beyond frustrated, and I'm not speaking for him. I haven't I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to the coaching staff. I'm just looking at it objectively as, as to what happened. Last year, you get thrown in after never starting a game. You come up cold off the bench. You got what five days to prepare for Iowa, who ended up winning the Big Ten West. You put the team in a position to win. You gave that team. Every single chance to win, your special teams let you down and your defense let you down. Okay, it is what it is. You bring in Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy. I'm with you guys. Casey Thompson led the Big 12 in touchdown passes. He is a very good talent. I think you upgrade from Andrew Martinez. Okay, fine. I'm with you on that. Casey Thompson goes down. You and Chubba Purdy are neck and neck. You've been in the program for three years now. This is your third year in the program. You started a game last year. You have been with you could have entered the transfer portal. It the you could have been the first guy out the door and you would have had a starting spot at a group of five school. You stuck it out. You came in. Chubba Purdy did not look good. I'll I'll just say it. And I'm I'm not I, I do not like coming at student athletes. I think he's probably a great kid. I, I, I think he's talented. You did not perform. You didn't. Yeah. Straight up, you didn't perform. And Logan Smothers is now being told again that he's not gonna start. I don't care. I would be frustrated. So tell me I this. I would be then. frustrated. So if, if, so with that in mind, tell me this then. Riddle me this, Batman. Um <laughs> if that's the case, then what type of leash would you put on a Chubber Purdy? Sure. Like so what what would that look like? Like like is it is it stall drives? Is it a turnover? Is it what what would that look like in 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 that aspect for you? I think it's I think that's tough to actually define. From the sense yeah, of but on you can't a leash, say short leash, yeah. right? Uh, on, on the sense of a leash, I think you're holding his collar. Like I don't even think he has wow. a leash. You are holding. If if you have the, I'll give him two drives. If you go two drives without a first down, you're done. Mm. You're done. Okay, I can. I can. And again, see that. That, that's Coach Nathan. I'm not speaking for the coaching staff. And again, I, I I I hope I'm wrong. These this is one of these takes. I genuinely hope that I'm wrong. I hope Chubba Purdy goes out there. I hope he's a beast. I hope he balls. I hope he blows Minnesota out. But from what I saw against Illinois, I'm not convinced that that's going to be the case. Why would you? And yeah. I, I just I, I feel for a kid like Logan Smothers. Since you've gotten to campus, you've done everything everyone's asked you to do. And on top of that, you got thrown in against the Big Ten West champions last year and performed at a high level and put your team in a position to win. I just mm-hmm. think he's been he's been dealt a crap hand, man. I, I, I feel for the kid. I really do. I don't know the question. There's a question that has been thrown out on a Facebook stream uh, from Jeff Worrell. And um, I don't quite understand the question. Uh, he says, when did Nebraska State playing hurt players? I don't think that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think what he that said, means. when did Nebraska start playing hurt oh, start players? Playing is what he's hurt. going for there. Um, who, who would that be? Are well, you talking they, about Casey Thompson? Well, no, they were saying that um, Chubba, basically, Whipple implied that Chubba was maybe a little bit beat up, wasn't at full strength, and oh, okay. he questioned playing him. So I think that's okay. where he's going with that. But I, I do believe in my heart of heart that Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple would not put a kid out there if it wasn't safe for him to be out there. Like, maybe <clears> you're <throat> a little bit beat up. But, I mean, this point in the season, everybody's beat up. Strict, I mean, you know that. Yeah. I mean, you've played sports at a high level. I mean, what, what happens when you're in the NBA and you get to game 75? 
Everybody's beat up. Everyone's hurt. Yeah. I mean, in some way or another. I mean, we're yeah, we're in what taxing. we're in what week eight, week nine of the college football season. Like everyone's a little bit hurt. Yeah. So I I hope that there's not, that's not the scenario. Texter Oak, Oak Valley Husker says twenty nine total yards in a half would justify trying something different for sure. I think Purdy had the capability, but if he doesn't look good as a coach, you should have a feel for that and get the next guy in. I would agree with that. I, I I don't know. I think 29 yards, um, yeah, because I know that's what happened. And, that's literally what happened. And so, yeah, I would have to agree with that. I think even less than that. I, I like I like your 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 thought on it. Couple drives. There's no movement. That can't continue, Nate. You can't continue to have three and outs, three and outs, punt, punt. Um, against the Minnesota type of team because they're going to do what Minnesota does. It's time of possession. It's pounding. You. you can't continue. You they're have run to be able to move. Throat. You have to be able to move it and move the change. You cannot continue to have that. So, yeah. Well, let um, me ask you then, Strick. I'll turn it back on you. What's the leash? Um, and, and I, think, I, 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 think, I think the leash is 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 lack of movement, lack of okay. you know getting first downs, lack of anything or semblance of of continuity if you're just looking like you're half lost out there and you know you can't get it done you can't make reads and right if you're if you're looking at it like that I can't I can't handle that you think but I think what's so interesting about that strick is that if you're Nebraska and you look at last week why should we believe at all that Chubba Purdy even has a leash right 29 yards in the second half and Logan Smothers wasn't even warming up on the sideline. I mean, they they didn't even have him ready. Right. So I, I I'm saying right. personally, this is what mine would be. I'm not a coach. I don't even know a quarter of what these guys know when it comes to playing the game of football. I'll tell you right now, though, that if we look at it objectively, and that Chubba Purdy started the entire second half, rumors that he was hurt, and Logan Smothers yeah. isn't even on the sideline warming up. Yeah, that's that, that's crazy. Why? Why would we believe that that Logan Smothers is going to play? I agree. I agree. You know, I think Justin also says something that's important. Um, when we look at the weather, he says Ooh, it would seem yeah. to me that Logan Smothers is a better runner than Chubber Purdy, and Saturday's weather may dictate the running game might be easier than the passing game. I would have to agree with that. It's. I agree. It, it seems as if the weather point. may. It has like a forty percent chance of snow. Uh, it's going to be a little cooler. Um, but maybe not in the morning, but you, you're supposed to possibly get snow that evening, which could possibly bring, uh, you know, a better chance for running as opposed to throwing the ball. Potentially, I don't know, or, or it could be some rain. So it's it, it's going to dictate, I think, too, as well, as to who you would probably be going with. Absolutely. More. And, yeah. I, and I, I've looked at the weather, and it's kind of fluctuated. We saw maybe a little bit of light rain to light snow. There's a, a ton of possibilities because we know this is Nebraska, but I think that's such a good point because, again, we saw it last year. You can create a playbook and a game plan for Logan Smothers and watch him be successful. Yeah. As we And the, yeah, yeah. the thing, We've the, the crazy part, like, we haven't seen it with Chubba Purdy. We don't know. Right. You have seen it with Logan Smothers. With the style that basically Minnesota is going to play. We saw yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be and defense year, and run. And I, and I keep saying, and I, people are going to hate it, Nebraska should have beat Iowa. Logan Smothers was not the problem in there that game. He was not the problem. He was not the problem. Did he make some timely mistakes? Yeah. He's a redshirt freshman. Did, did he make some boneheaded decisions? Yeah. It's his first game of the season at, at the last game of the season. 
that's going to happen. The thing that you can't have happen is 29 yards and a half. Mm-hmm. You just can't have that. You're that's- not going to beat anyone in the country that way. And the thing is, too strict, Minnesota's defense, they're not as good as Illinois. Minnesota's defense is no joke. No joke. And I'm telling you right now, they're going to be really well coached. I know for a fact they're going to come in here and they're going to be really well coached. So it'll it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Corey and Lincoln says there are no rumors that Chubba was hurt. Uh, Whipple said explicitly, yeah, I, I just. Yeah. And then and then also, I, again, I, I think there is a um, we can't we can't pass block worth a darn. I know we got to take a break oh right gosh. now, but we can't pass block, block worth a darn. I think our best bet is running. And again, I talk about this extensively. We need to do more. Listen, teams do it against us. Just look at what Illinois was doing. They were pulling guards and tackles and kicking out defensive ends and getting up into them, doggone, right. and creating creases and holes for Chase Brown to get up in there and, and find space. We need to find out why we're not trapping, why we're not pulling, why we're not. And you've now, said I don't this know extensively. If, I don't know if it's the you know the mental capacities of our line is not good maybe they're moving guys all around i don't know i don't know i don't know what it is but i'm i'm not seeing any of that stuff that would create opportunities for us to get space and 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 create um hopefully movement for anthony grant i I just i just don't know i'm just dumbfounded by it it's the the whole thing is bizarre because again like I, i just look at that second half and i'm just confused why even for a play or two just to mix it up like I'm not even saying a whole drive, just something to just mix it up a little bit. Yeah. And we just didn't see and, anything. And, and think about what so you could weird. do with that. Think about what you can do with that, with a running game and also someone who knows that you're capable. Man, your your RPOs look so much better. And there's no tape. Because they're not, there's no you tape, tape on, on it. one game. That's what I'm saying. You got one game of tape. You got a lot of tape on Casey Thompson. And if he's going up a little bit, a little bit banged up... I, it's something to think about. We'll talk about this a little bit more. We're going to be here for the first hour of old school as well. Uh, we're going to talk some college basketball next. A lot of NCAA allegations coming down. Lots to process with that. Stay with us on the block. 93.7 Tickets. Tickets. 